The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Let's get to the phones. Irish Network's hotline, hour three is... Powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. All right, Court of All, what you got? Good morning, y'all. What's up? Good morning. Got some balled up fish out here this morning. We salty today. Salty. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man, I was I was eating that up earlier. Y'all started. So I was, I was loving that. I dunk on them. them Tennessee light out there out west and in this old low T is what they need to be called, low T. There's no excuse for what Memphis is doing. You got all that talent and no, there's no excuse to be last in the country in turnovers and be getting beat down by Iowa State like that, losing to Georgia like that. There's no excuse. Just like that whole youth stuff don't fly. Tennessee has the Kai Ziegler. They got you know Brandon Huntley Hatfield. You got young dudes on this team, and you watch them play each and every game. They're playing more minutes, and they look more and more comfortable, and they look like they're getting better each and every game. There's no excuse for that. And I, I hate that Penny has to be the way that he is, Courts and Vol. Because I've got a lot of love for, for West Tennessee and, and Memphis. Shout out to Mumford. But why, why does Penny have to be the way that he is? He's a bum. That, that is a, a great way to put it. He is a bum. Yo, a, 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 a lion. Tricking bump. Oh, y'all are choosing violence. No, Penny chose violence when he wanted to to act all tough that first year that he was head coach of the Tigers. When he thought he was yeah, going to do think, something of significance, when the only thing he did was raise an NIT banner. All, all he been was doing was though. writing a check that his butt couldn't cash. We better not lose to him because that would be two out of three. You know the Tennessee way. Man, we we better not lose to them. <laughs> they, they we'll lose by twenty. Better not lose. We'll we'll play our worst game of the year. Bob Vescovi, Santiago Vescovi, Santiago Vescovi, all of them need to show up. All three different wow. guys need to show up. Courts of all, would you rather be Memphis or Kentucky right now? There you go. Uh, I'd rather beat Penny. I'd rather beat Memphis right now. I don't know, man. Last probably both. Why not both? Because I didn't ask, I didn't get that as an option. I hate these questions. Oh, see, that's not fair. But see, you got to think, this is probably the last time Tennessee and Memphis are going to play for a while. Tennessee's had some, a lot of success over Kentucky and Coach Cal of late. Well, we can afford a loss to, to make sure we, we hand Penny and L. Yeah, my answer is both. I would of. love to beat them down by option. at least 15 to 20, and then uh, I'm okay with losing in the regular season to Kentucky if we can turn around. And beat their butts in the SEC tournament. Yes. To win the final. Yes. See, there you go, Courts and Ball. There you go. It's about what you do later in the year, not what you do at the beginning of the year. But anyway, speaking of losing to Tennessee, right? Did y'all see Clark Lee's comments after the game? About how he was angry and this would never happen again as long as he's the head coach at Vanderbilt? And I was, I looked at that, and I did the, you know, like the, the huh, the, the, the bruh face, because I was like, what, 
What? You, do you know something we don't know? What? What? Next year is probably going to be like your last game against Tennessee what, what, as a Vandy head coach. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, not going to happen again as far as like losing by that margin or like losing? Period. He said he said it wasn't going to happen again, and uh, especially in Neyland or he's, I, I'll never leave Neyland feeling this way again. Yeah, know, that's what he said. Oh, that means he's going to be the coach um, in two years. <laughs> that's what he's saying. That's what I was thinking too. So I was like, boy, you just that was prophetic right there, Clark Lee. That was the most uninspired football team I think I've ever watched. What Vanderbilt? Just, yeah, oh my lord, they were like, and they was sleepwalking. They was fist pumping when they was, when they was converting those fourth downs on us. I tell you what, when when they got that hail mary at the end of halftime, they celebrated as if they had just won the national championship. <laughs> they celebrated just as much as Tennessee did when it caught the hail mary against Georgia. But that's the, that's the thing about Vanderbilt. That's 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 what makes Vanderbilt so annoying. Yes. is that they yeah. know they're not good. And when you don't beat them down, yeah, I, and I mean like make them want to quit, even when you beat them, they'll still be smiling. They'll still be celebrating because they'll look at it as a moral victory. And they'll, be, and they'll twist it and turn and go, man, man you, only beat us by, you only beat us by 18 points. <laughs> you didn't even cover. Like that's what they do. That's why you have to beat the brakes off of them. You have to beat them by 40 or 50 points. You have to because they're the only school that will do that. They'll do that. They'll turn it around and go, well, you didn't cover. You didn't. <laughs> you like, no, that's not the way it's supposed to work. But because they are a terrible football program and a terrible football team, that's, that's how they find joy in a season where they only won two games, two and ten. Uh, one, one last thing out the door, Ben. What was what was the score of that game? Which game? The Tennessee Vanderbilt final. Forty five to twenty one, right? Yep. <laughs> How embarrassed would you be if you let if if Tennessee let the Reddit college football people run run its account for the day? I'll be embarrassed. I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I'd be embarrassed. We don't, we don't, we don't need to hire a third party, whatever Reddick is, to try to jump drum up interaction, knowing that the interaction is going to come from other fan bases and not your own. Because you don't have a fan base. Exactly, your own fan base is not even paying attention. So let's hire Reddick and try to troll Tennessee. You, you big sack of bums to try to to try to get some engagement because you want that engagement numbers to 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 increase so that way you can go out and try to sell it and get some sponsors because you're having a hard time getting some some donors for that stadium that you're trying to rebuild. Oops. So like, don't be trying to troll Tennessee. You're better than that. I'm really mad that Tennessee did not beat Vanderbilt down even more. I'm telling you, man. Just uh, listen. I'm happy for the win, but man, I show I show wanted it to be worse. I wanted it to be worse. It was forty two seventeen last year. Tennessee was three and six at the time, and Vanderbilt was zero and nine. And Tennessee put the smackdown on them, forty two seventeen. Anyways, maybe next year. Maybe we we should have played Harrison Bailey all along. We played Harrison be- Bailey played in that game last year. <laughs> yeah, right. We played better at our uh, second home, anyways. West End. West End. Play well, good. We, we can warm up for next season when we're there for, for the spring game. Speaking of being Nashville, 
Oh, I've got a – speaking of being in Nashville for you. Since, since, since Tennessee's going to be in Nashville, more than likely for the spring game because oh. Tennessee's doing renovations to the stadiums. I, I, I caught wind that there's a problem with the renovations. Like, so people have a problem with the renovations? Yeah, because they're taking seats out. That's the, that's, the, that's the only problem? Some people's seats are, are being eliminated. Oh, okay. Well, I understand that. Like we talked about. I understand that. If your seat being eliminated, you used to that seat. Whatever. Cool. But, but I haven't but, seen a lot of. But the project itself, like the, the, the renovation project itself, people who are not affected by the seating, I hope no one has a problem with making, it, making improvements to your stadium. I haven't seen anybody complaining. Honestly, oh, okay. I, I just I just saw other people complaining about other people complaining. So I was just I was just wondering. I just wanted to make I mean, sure. I'm, I'm sure there's there's somebody out there, but I I have not seen much of it. The only complaints I have seen are really with the new season ticket plans, and again that that's all going to be based off of how it affects each individual. Some people are going to be affected more than than others. I mean, listen, I I, I understand that. That Those stance. are the only complaints I've seen. I understand that stance. If you've been used to your seats for a certain amount of time, and you know that's going to change, I totally get it. But again, just if you are generally feeling a certain type of way because the stadium is going through renovation, I don't understand that because we have so much pride in our stadium. We use it when we are bragging to other fan bases. We use it to sell recruits. We talk about how Neyland Stadium is, is is one of the best stadiums in the in the in the country. Why wouldn't you want to service it? And go through upgrades. You don't let something that you love not get attention when it needs it. And Neyland Stadium needs attention. It needs upgrades. It needs to be, you know, it needs some you need to put some paint. On the on the walls, like it needs that in a in a big way. It's old. It's old, so it it needs that. It needs that that love and attention. So I was just wondering. You know what else I caught wind of? Speaking of uh, Tennessee being in Nashville for football for the spring game, what's that? Baseball team may join them. May may get an SEC series on the road. During the same weekend, now that's, that's, ta- ta- taking that's, over that's perfect. Nashville potentially in in the Sound Stadium. That's perfect. Make may it an SEC baseball game out there. That is perfect. Same weekend. Perfect. Steeler Vol says need to keep it at a minimum hundred thousand. Um, yes, Steeler Vol. I, I like you for multiple reasons. Probably my favorite person on the text box for sure. But also, your, your, your point is spot on. I, I know Swain hates having nice things that we can brag about. No, I don't care about the number. You should. You should take pride in it. If the stadium was, is, was if the stadium is louder with 99, 99, 99 than they are with 100, then give me 99. But it's, it's not humanly possible to have 99, 999, and be louder than 
102-455. It is possible if, if that one person is not saying anything. Okay, like, but the I, same I, people I, that are in there for 102-455 are going to be the same people in there for 99-999. You want to tell yourself that's fine. I just don't care about the number. Because I've seen other stadiums with less be loud. I, 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 I just don't care. But the latest information that I got was that it's not going to go under 100. It's not going to go under 100. So it's going to stay over 100. Thousand people. I think Tennessee should should say it's over a hundred, even if it's not actually over a hundred after the renovations are done. That's fine too. Though. People aren't going to know. They're not going <laughs> to. They're not going to go out there and count. I mean, people over here arguing about the attendance from the Vanderbilt game. My goodness, really. No comment. So it's going to stay over one hundred. Last time I checked, which was what a week or two ago, uh, that's. That's 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 in the plans, um, but I saw pictures from um, some of the construction, and whew, I'm, I'm more excited than sad or mad about it. I'm excited about the upgrade that Neyland Stadium's going to get. I'm excited about some of the upgrades that that are going around the football facility. We need to understand that other programs have been upgrading and improving things for the last t- two decades. And during that time, we have kind of fell behind. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. So we got we got to do some upgrades too. Well, can we do some upgrades to the things that will actually help in, instead of adding a bar? Like, can, can we can we renovate and upgrade the concession stands that that take forever to get something from, that's, or the, the bathrooms? That's been that's been being improved on during the season. That's been addressed during the season. Yes, by adding more people in there. But, no, but to, yeah, can, can we make it more user friendly? Oh, oh yeah. But you know you can do both, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, when did I say that you can't do both? You can do both. I didn't say you say. I'm just I'm just adding that you both can be done. You can you can chew bubble gum, walk at the same time. You can do renovations um, to the stadium, and then also make the the concession experience better for for people too. And now you got a whole off season um, after Danny White's first year and Josh Heupel's first year to make those adjustments and corrections. And um, you know, Danny White's staff can can work on that. You got a whole off season to work on those things. That's why you have a staff. Everyone get a little little piece of the pie as far as responsibilities and things they need to focus on, and you delegate. And I'm sure that'll be better next year. But I'm looking forward. Just to see how Neyland Stadium looks. And uh, I'm a, I like the bar. Bring me the bar. I want to see it. I want to see the the, the, the the extra video board. Can't wait to see it. Let's go. Let's get loud. Loud, loud, loud. And I'm pumped about the, the, the Vol sign going back up, too. Let's go. All right, who's on the phone? Vol Storm. Vol Storm, good morning. Yes, bring on the bar. That way we don't have to eat liquor in anymore. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Okay, but you're going to spend a whole quarter trying to get alcohol instead of watching the game? Have you met me? <laughs> That's right. You are typically already intoxicated, so I don't think there will be any trips to the bar for you. And, and you haven't heard any complaints. Are you new to this fan base? Nope. You act like it. No, I just don't spend my time all day on social media feeding into the trolls like you do. 
I don't have to feed into them. They're still starter. <laughs> I really haven't seen anybody complaining about the renovations. I, I know we got a comment here on the text box that somebody was complaining about the renovations in, in Danny White's first year. Uh, Brandon B. says that he saw a tweet that was pissed that Danny White is making renovations in in year one, and it's a state school, so it should be a public vote. It's been uh, these oh, renovations. Ignore that one. Ignore that. Yeah, one. the renovations were in in move in the movement before Dan White was the AD, so that was already going in that direction. Well, they had uh, they had posted pictures of um, of the renovations to the stadium, and you had a lot of outcry of you know, well, those seats have been there for generations, and blah 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 blah. Look, best quote I ever saw was uh, Bob Noxious on Twitter who said, you know. The Coliseum in Rome still has the original seats. Nobody plays there. <laughs> That's a good one. I, th- I think it's also important to remember that the the comments of of a few don't don't make up the opinion of of a whole group of people. Like there's obviously not every single person is is going to be happy about the renovations. There there are going to be some people who complain, but just because you you see a complaint or two or a couple on social media doesn't mean that it's the consensus amongst Vol fans. My thing is, I if it does not personally affect your seat, I don't understand how you can have a issue with it. That's that's, that's exactly how I feel. That's, like, that's my thing. Because I know somebody that, you know, this is personally affecting their seat, so they have a right to feel the way they want to feel. Like, I get it. But if it's not personally affecting your seat, how can you not be positive and optimistic or semi-excited about getting – a new toy, being able to sell something new to your boosters, donors, and recruits, knowing that you are in an arms race every single day as far as facility upgrades with every team that you play in this conference. And you get a chance to say, yeah, we just took a step forward. We we took a step in that arms race of facilities. Like I don't understand why that's an issue and why why does anyone have a problem with that that does not own those particular seats. That's 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 my only thing. Look, we had media members complain about the attendance, but now y'all go bitch about renovations. Man. <laughs> I mean, come on. Man. I ain't touching that. Guys, let's get to the heart of the matter. What's that? What's that, Volstorm? All these uh, Tiger Vol fans out there, I haven't, I haven't really heard them this morning. I heard one. You yeah, had one. He he was he was a good phone call. He was trying. No no, no Papa T, no C Mac getting on there trying to defend their boy. No, C Mac said he is not defending Penny. There's no today. defending him at this point. He yeah, he is yeah, when, underperforming. When, when I asked him about taking that L last night, he was like, uh NC State didn't lose. And I'm like, uh no, you're not getting out of this one. Yeah, it took NC State four overtimes to win last night. <laughs> Oh, guys, before I go, um, you need to give Clark Lee a little bit of credit. He was correct in what he said that he never, you know, he doesn't want to feel that way again after Neyland Stadium because it always hurts worse the first time. See you, boys. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I can't believe. I can't believe it. My goodness. Colorado Vol says, you know, we're in a good place when the biggest complaint is stadium renovations. Uh, Vol from Charlotte says, Neyland is getting better. 
when that stadium is is packed, you are sitting on top of each other. Some of y'all like that. Uh, T. Diddy says these people need to stop complaining and enjoy Danny spending Peyton's money. <laughs> Barbell Vol says I had my earbuds in once Vol Storm called in. Never again. See, y'all, at this point, y'all have to make some in-game adjustments as as well. Like, you hear us bringing on Volstorm, turn turn your dial down, take the earbuds out for two you know. seconds. You know. You know what's about to happen when you hear Volstorm is about to, to, to come on. But I will tell you this, next week, that that, well, that won't be an issue. Um, at least it shouldn't be, golly. Hopefully, Volstorm will be drinking Earl Grey tea and, and you know getting his voice all clear and clean and you know it's feeling good hopefully he has a cold or something that's not able to speak loud but that shouldn't be an issue um the levels with callers will be will be will be, uh, will be handled too with the uh, new equipment so i'm excited about that sorry ball storm no samuel jackson up in here next week no pants jonathan says the stadium needs better cheeseburgers hot dogs and con- condiments that's all that's it. Okay. Colorado Vol says biggest upgrade I'm excited for is the Vol sign. ATL VFL says we need vendors walking around with those beer backpacks. Jason from the borough says I think there's a significant advantage in recruiting, telling them they will play in front of 100,000 fans. Okay. Where's that? Where has that significant advantage helped? It, it is the sole reason Joshua Josephs and Christian Harrison picked Tennessee. Rodney Harrison saw Tennessee's 102-455 this past Saturday. He looked to his son and said, son, this is where you need to go play. 102-45? You mean the seats or the people in there? The, the seats. This is Vanderbilt, son. Nobody cares about stupid old Vanderbilt. But imagine next year when these rabid fans are here to welcome – Billy Napier to the SEC. They're, they're ready to beat the brakes off of Florida. There won't be an empty seat in this whole entire place. And they're going to be screaming your name, son, as you start as a true freshman. This is where you need to come. Can you keep a straight face and tell me that when you talk to recruits, they have mentioned that playing in front of 100,000 people is one of the reasons why they're picking Tennessee? I haven't asked that question. I want you to ask it. I want you to ask it. Now, I do get unsolicited comments about how awesome the atmosphere is. Yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, the atmosphere is atmosphere. It doesn't mean that um, it's directly Particularly, tied to the, the number of, 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 of fans because this past weekend we had players in town that was like, man, the atmosphere was great. And I'm like, whew, if you think that was great with barely 70,000, you should have came old Miss. You would have been blown, blown away. You've been blown away. And there were empty seats in Ole Miss game, too. But, anyways, let's go back to the phones. We have Middle Tennessee Rick. Rick, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Man, wonderful, man. Even better now. Good to hear from you. Yeah, that's good. Hey, uh, you guys sound really a lot louder on uh, YouTube today for some reason. I don't know if you upgraded anything, but definitely better reception. Good, good, good. Yeah, it's new, new mics. Next, next week, okay. it'll, it'll be well, even better. You're getting your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's just, a lot of it. 
I'm looking forward to this early Christmas present called the transfer portal. And uh, hopefully we, we do well there because I, I know that's our quickest way to get better better players. That's right. Yeah. Swainter Claus coming to town, bringing some players. Yeah. I was going to ask Ben, are we looking for a, a – uh, or do you too, Jason, a big recruiting weekend this weekend? Go ahead, Ben. You got it. Yeah, it, it's going to be a, a, a fairly good recruiting weekend. You've got Walter Nolan. The big five-star defensive tackle from Powell High School making his way over to campus for an, uh, an official, unofficial visit. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought so, it was official. No, he already took his official. It don't really matter. No, it, well, it is his. I don't know. He he said he was going to do an official in October. Then it got pushed back a week. Then he said he was going to do an official in November. Then he was going to do one at the end of November. Then he was going to do one at the beginning of December. It don't matter for Walter because he's – 15 minutes from home. It doesn't matter. But he'll he'll be here this weekend. Um, Joshua Joe, not Joshua Josephs, Caleb Webb and Jordan Thomas will be here this weekend. Jordan Thomas is a defensive back that just decommitted from Mississippi State. And I think Tennessee's been in a great position with him for, for several months now. He just finally pulled the trigger on decommitting from Mississippi State. He'll be here this weekend, and I really think this weekend can push Tennessee over the edge. For him, Caleb Webb, also scheduled to be here this weekend. Uh, he is a receiver who is committed to ECU, has been since the summer, but his recruitment has somewhat blown up over the last couple of months, picking up offers from, from Tennessee. Uh, there's There's been interest in visits to Michigan, to Louisville, to Kentucky, to Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee's in a good spot there as well. He'll be here this weekend. Uh, you've got some some JUCO guys. Uh, there's a, a junior college defensive lineman from, uh, I think he's from Independence uh, Community College. Kansas. He, he's originally from uh, the Congo, I believe, and he has a French accent. And his, his name is, is Jeffrey Ba. M apostrophe B-A. I think the M is silent. Jeffrey Ba. Oh, that's uh, easy. Yes, he's originally from the Congo. Played football in France before moving to the United States a few years ago. Yeah, football in France? Mm-hmm. And he had, when he transferred uh, to the United States, he had some schools uh, fall through uh, due to some paperwork and, and visa issues and, and was committed to Virginia as a four-star prospect in 2019 but had transcript issues that forced him to move into the 2020 class and then he had some of those same issues and instead of returning to the Congo or after he returned to the Congo to sort things out, he decided to enroll in junior college. So he is in junior college right now uh, at independence. He's, he's been to Auburn. Uh, Oregon is in the mix. He, he's a big old boy, six foot six, three Oh five. He'll be here this weekend for his official visit has also been to Michigan. So yes, it, it will be a, a pretty significant recruiting weekend for Tennessee as we are just 13 days away from the first day of the early signing period on December 15th. Damn, Ben. That was good. Thanks. Where are you getting that? Where where else are you getting that? That, Did y'all hear Ben? He was flowing with recruiting news right there, man. Golly, I was sitting back just – just, just smiling like a like a like a proud pop. Not saying I'm your pop or anything, but I was pr- I'm proud of you, man. That was awesome. <laughs> Dang, that was good. That was good right there. 
Your check is in the mail. I take cash. Straight cash, homie. Rick, did, did, did Ben answer your question? Yeah, he, he's uh, really good at that. That's why I mentioned his name when I asked the question. Yeah, yeah, all right. I understand. One last, one last thing, guys. What do, you, what do you think the odds are we get Walter Norton? I know he's pushed mm. his recruiting. He's kind of wishy-washy, if you want to say that, I guess, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Slim. So. Slim. Like, I... M- months ago, I was like... Preparing myself to not get Walter Nolder for months, and when you go down to Texas A and M, you know, back to back to back weekends, and you know, you commit. That tells me all I need to know. So I'm. I, I said it yesterday. It's an official visit this weekend for Walter. Look at that! Look at your boy. Unofficial, November thirteenth for the Georgia game. And he's back for an official this weekend. Hmm. Good notes right there, Ben. But yeah, I'm I'm I've moved on from, from Walton. Tennessee has a chance, but I'm I'm very much in the I will believe it when I see it mode. I I think his mama really likes Tennessee. Really likes the idea of of Walter being under Rodney Garner's guidance. But I think Walter and Daddy like Texas A&M. So, we'll see. Tennessee has a chance, but I'm very much in the I will believe it when I see it mode. And truly, I'm not saying this with with orange-colored glasses on. I will not lose sleep if he does not come to Tennessee. It will not bug me if he does not come to Tennessee. Talked about it earlier this week. I've talked about it a couple of times. Like he, he has some some steps he needs to take if if he wants to be a contributor as a freshman anywhere. A and M, Tennessee, Purdue, Buffalo, Kansas, Washington State, Hawaii. No matter where he goes, he he's he's gonna have to take some steps quick, fast, and in a hurry if he is going to be a day one contributor, like his star rankings suggest that he would be. I got nothing to add. Is Rick still on the line? No. Is it somebody new? No. Rick's just listening, hanging out. Well, he's still on the line. Well, he's still on the line, but he's not on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not live. He's yeah. not live, live. But he, but he's just chilling. All good. Chilling like a villain. Yeah. 865-255-03. That was good, man. Just Brand- trying to be like you. Brandon Luckett says, so proud of Ben. He's turning into the next Austin Price. Go ahead and put Austin out to the pasture and let Ben take over. Kentucky Vols fan says, Jeffrey Ba until his senior season. And then we'll find out it's pronounced Mba. <laughs> Mbop. <laughs> it's Jeffrey Ba for now and then Mba. NBA, Jeffrey NBA. Yeah, he'll probably tell us a different. It's different this senior year. You're right. He he he's a big old boy. Like I said, six six three oh five, and with with Butler and Blakely moving on, we need some beef. ATL VFL says Nolan reminds me of Jay Hardy. More drama than results. No comment. I like Webb, big fast guy. I like Webb as well. He he's had a terrific senior season, and I get I get Swain watching his film. After 
the show, and Swain can come back tomorrow and, and give you a little breakdown of his game. But w- what I like most about him, because obviously I am not somebody who can evaluate receivers like a Jason Swain, but what I like is that he balled out in one of the top divisions in Atlanta football mm-hmm. in, in the state of Georgia, if mm-hmm. not the top. I, I can't remember. I think McEachern is. McEachern is in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, I know that, but like I think they're five. Five double A whatever classification. I, I think they're the highest. I don't know. I, well, we can double check that during the break. But my point is, he bought out in one of the highest classifications in the Atlanta area in the state of Georgia as a senior this year. He he had a terrific senior season against really good competition. That that's what I really like about him. They are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven A's I counted. Jeez. That's a lot of A's. That's a lot of A's, man. A lot of A's. And I and I've I've talked to him several times over the the, the recruiting process, and I, I've always enjoyed speaking to him. He he is one kid that I prefer to talk to, <laughs> quite frankly. So hopefully, hopefully Tennessee can can get over the edge for that one this weekend. I I think they're in a really good spot going into the weekend. Keytrain High School, man. I remember. Doing the combines, there was running back out of there. I was trying to help get to um, get some exposure. He's really, really, really good. That's why I know about McEachern being right there in Atlanta. And they have some, they have some players, man. They got some players, just like most schools in Atlanta. There's a lot of talent there. That's why a lot of college coaches like to pitch a tent in the A. Be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. 
We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Swainvent and Swainvent.com, fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Hour number three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. Go to their web- website, see where they're located. And right here in Tennessee, there's multiple locations. There's two locations in Nashville. There's one in Chattanooga, one in Tri-Cities, and one right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. 
LowTCenter.com is a website. Their telephone number for their local center in Knoxville, 865-392-1388. Get your levels checked. The process is quick. It's easy. It's really, really simple. Ben McKee, Jason Swain here. Got about less than 10 minutes left in the show. My goodness, man. We are flowing and going. Then tomorrow's tomorrow's Friday. Wow. Wow. Low T Center. At home, testosterone treatments shipped directly to your home for just $155 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your appointment online at lowtcenter.com. Com. Wow, this time is flying, man. Time flying when you're having fun. How about that? Take that for data. Text box. Let's see what's on the text box. Jason from the borough says he likes the light show. It's dope. Can't wait to see the recruiting classes skyrocket now that we got the light show. Um, former corner. Tennessee, Steve Johnson graduated from uh, McEachern a year before I did. That's from T. Diddy. NC Voss is the highest classification in Georgia is 7. Grayson is 7A. Uh, Rodney and also says you didn't say Vanderbilt. We did say it. We got to say it every time we say Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. We did say it. We did say it. Turkey man said, what's the chances that no matter where Nolan goes, he'll end up in the transfer portal? Uh, Those chances to me are higher than Walter Nolan coming to Tennessee out of high school. Yes. But I may be wrong. But I get get transfer portal uh, vibes more than the vibe I have of him signing with Tennessee out of high school. Vaughville says, what's your gut feeling on DeMario Tolan? Do we sign him? What's your gut, Ben? Uh, I don't have a gut feeling right now, to be honest with you. Ask me again Monday morning. I want to see how his visit back to LSU goes this weekend. Uh, As I said earlier, Tennessee's got to make it through that. Tennessee's in a real good spot. Brian Jean-Marie has has done a good job there. But we'll we'll see what happens. Ask me again after he goes to LSU this weekend. 90s Vol says the only two numbers that affect recruiting is number one, wins, and number two, draft picks. Yep. Not. And I would say draft picks is number one. Yep. Yep. Because recruiting is about, it's about that individual goals and needs and, you know, their dreams and how you as a program can help them achieve their goal. But if you, you know, if you're putting guys in the league, you're gonna win. So they kind of go hand in hand. But yes, when it comes to recruiting, you you gotta let me know that you're gonna help me reach my goals. And most guys, their goals are are to play the next level. So actually, draft picks are number one, and wins are number two. But you're right, though, '90s ball. That's the only two numbers that really affect recruiting. The most important numbers. Uh, Jeffy Dean says we all see the tennis number. We are. We ain't feeling the stadium hardly ever. One or two games a season. I'd be curious to see, you know, what happens with the attendance as Tennessee continues to win, and now you're playing an exciting brand of basketball, uh, football. You know, it looks like basketball sometimes. It'll get back to the way that it should be. 
You build it, they will know. come. I don't know, man. I don't know if it, I don't know if it'll get back to to the where it was. One. Even, even with the winning. One. Because I think um, people, more people are watching the game at home. I just, I'm not saying it's not. I just don't know for sure. It's changing. I mean, people, the way people go to games, college and pros, is changing. So I don't, I don't know. That's why I want to see. Like I want to see when Tennessee, you know, is 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 ranked and playing in some, you know, huge games with implications. Will the stadium be be full? Because I was at the Ole Miss game and I thought I still saw empty seats. So we'll see. We'll see. Barbell Vol says, if you could only upgrade one position group on the football team, what would it be? If I had to upgrade only one position, boy, it'll be it. It'll be defensive line. It'll be defensive line. It's there's so many areas that need to be upgraded. But Can I say the entire defense? D line, linebackers, and DBs. One position group. That yep. is one po- defense is a position. Position group. Defenders are a position. Mm-hmm. The entire defense. No, you you didn't want people to to, to not answer the question when you was talking about which which game would you rather lose? You never Memphis, answered it. Memphis or Kentucky. You never answered it. Which if game you answer that one, I'll answer this one. Well, it's Memphis because you only play them once. Okay. Well, then I'd. 1A, defensive line, 1B, mm-hmm. linebackers, 1C, mm-hmm. defensive mm-hmm. backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I, would say, I would say secondary because Rodney Garner's going to get all the lemonade he can squeeze out of his guys no matter what. And, and there, there's more guys I feel better about at that position than I do the secondary right now going into next year. Okay. Who's on the phone? Turkey Man, he has something to add. What you got, Turkey Man, real quick. Hey, buddy, I want to thank you, number one, for the tickets, the Ole Miss game. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're talking about, you're talking about uh, watching at home versus being there. Let me tell you something. While I got the opportunity to witness that night and that day, I couldn't see at home uh, in that particular game. Also, I stood most of the time. I, where you had me, I was on the rail most of the time. <laughs> I looked back and I didn't have no seat because it took places up. But I stood most of the time. We hooked you up. That situation was was awesome, brother. Thank you much. Absolutely, my friend. We hooked you. We hooked you up, and of course, of course, it was better for Turkey Man. He had to pay for anything, <laughs> parking pass, tickets. I mean, concessions, and you had to pay for that. That wasn't part of the deal. Uh, speaking of tickets, I want to kind of give people an update on what we did with the tickets the last couple of weeks because we didn't do that during the show during the week, and that's totally my fault. Um, was that South Alabama? So South Alabama game, we was able to provide uh, Big Shot Rob and his wife uh, tickets to the game. They flew in from Colorado. Uh, Big Shot Rob serves this country in the Army, big-time Tennessee fan. It was his first game in a very, very long time. So, man, we we, we gave him the Swain event experience for sure. Uh, you know, he stayed up in the Hampton Inn and did some shopping over there, Alumni Hall, and man, we broke bread at Teddy and Barbecue. And, um, and my kids, you know, <laughs> my kids love 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 him and his wife. And uh, I messaged him yesterday because my 
my kid was like, where's where's the big black guy and the white girl <laughs> from Colorado? When we going to see them? We like them. <laughs> they so cute. Uh, they they love Big Shot Rob's wife. And, and, I mean, we went over to Whole Foods. And, man, my kids got spoiled by Big Shot's wife. And I was like, they got you, huh? They got you. Mm-hmm. Don't fall for it. Don't give them nothing. Um, but we did that. Uh, South Alabama game. And uh, tickets are and were donated to us by anonymous you know, donor, listener, that simply wanted to give tickets to people that normally don't go to games, that are good folks and – may not have the means to, to, to get to the games as, as much as they want to. If they do, the seats are really, really high. So these seats were, were awesome and great all season long. So uh, Anonymous Donor did that for the year. And then this past week, um, this past week, we gave the tickets out uh, to, to you know someone in health care. We also gave the tickets to the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. To, to a paramedic that works with my wife. He and his wife never been to a game, big-time Tennessee fans, and, and we hooked them up for the Georgia game. Yeah, so uh, those are where the tickets went for the past couple 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 weeks. So 865-255-03. Can't wait to see what's going to develop in the transfer portal as Tennessee is trying to finish strong as we approach early signing period. Tomorrow, Friday, last day of the week. Hope you are with us just like you've been with us today. We'll have the podcast up as soon as possible. Appreciate everyone listening. Thanks for the calls. Good stuff on the text box today. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope to have you here tomorrow at 7 a.m. The Swain Events Fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. But, but, but before we go, I need to share with you um, that Hiller, Right now, during the season of Christmas, wants every child to be able to experience the joy of Christmas. They're donating $50 uh, in toys to tots. $50 in toys, excuse me, two toys and tots for every tankless water heater that is purchased. Also, they're giving away $250 uh, in gift cards to, uh, with each unit. So you buy a tankless water heater, you get $250 gift card. Also, when you buy that $50 uh, and toys will be donated to the organization Toys for Tots to help kids get presents for Christmas. Uh, when you buy a HVAC system, they will give you $500. Just hooking you up. That is Hiller, happyhiller.com. Peace and love. Have a great day. We're out.